Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today welcome to Um, the comedy uh, mushroom cold it's a podcast it's also a cult but it's also a podcast but it's also a more importantly it's a cult but it's also a podcast. And if you like podcasts, then you're going to love our cult. Dude, if you like cults, you would love our podcast. Is it a Catch-22? No, but more specifically, yes. It is. It's a SR-71. I don't know. Is it a bird? It's plane? a fighter jet. Bird plane. Sorry, I'm, I'm running on like four hours of sleep today, so this is it's gonna this is going to be a weird one. Why? Why are you? Only, why are you only sleeping four hours? I uh, I had a, I had a, just a night. It's one of those are you, nights. Are you just being too cool all the time now? Is that so? Before we got on here, you said you don't like doing sketch as much as like you you like doing comedy. But are you just like? Are you just a? Are you a dude now? Are you like? Are you just no. like? You're no, just a comedy. But... I do my five minutes, but I'm up until three thirty, dude. Now. No, that's my no. There's no way. Also, I love sketch, so I just don't virtual. Like even virtual comedy is not anything virtual. I'm just. What do you get from it? Nothing. It's empty. Yeah. It's like doing comedy with a mascot. Like you're just. It's it's masturbating. Like you're not doing anything. You. Yeah. It feels like work. It's like, hey, turn in your report and go home, and that's it. I did and a you- Zoom show, one single Zoom show. I made $75. For Holy shit. 12 min- yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, that's a stupid amount of money for me sitting in my bedroom and doing it. And then I did it and I was like, I should have been paid double because this was this is terrible. I, did, I think I did one good one where I made like 30 some odd dollars and I treated it like it was like I didn't realize it was like a real show and I kind of treated it like an open mic. It's not a real show. I tried like, new material because I was like, I'm in my living room. I don't want to do my tried and true bits in my office chair. Dude, the last thing, like, I'm very big on don't put really anything out there that you are not willing other people to see or, like, listen to. Yeah. So, like, especially on a Zoom show, like, you're going to, like, put out your good bits, but, like, with no crowd around. Like, why would you do that? I did do, like, one forgot about this one it was like a school fundraiser which was cool that's why i did it but they like had like three people unmuted to laugh and everyone else was muted so at least you had some feedback yikes that's still that's weird it was weird just because zoom it's like just a half second delayed so you'll finish a punchline and it'll be like silent and it'll be like like, yeah that's like i just like blew through laughs or like being upset like i just blew through it i was like this is a monologue I'm going for 12 minutes. I'm just saying words. I don't care. And then after I was done, I was on my phone because I didn't have like my laptop set up or whatever. I was just taking video of my dog in the Zoom thing while like other people were finishing like their sets. I was like, I don't even want to be here now. Just taking video of my dog. Yeah. 
that doesn't exist. So what's new in your life? It's been a while since we've talked. Um, it has been like a real two week notice since uh, since we talked. Yeah, I did. So I'm, I got a new job. That's it. That's like the big new thing. Did you already? So let's let's start. And, uh, it for the record, I feel like we should start in a specific place first. Is that I saw Harrison live and in person. Shout out to Harrison and his mom. Hey, shout out to Harrison and especially Harrison's mom. Uh, and, she's a sweetheart. Uh, and yeah, and Harrison's just... grandma, Sharon. Uh, I, I was Facebook friends with Sharon Poole. Uh, she she would share. I don't think I'm out of the pocket saying that Sharon would share uh, some borderline racist memes. So I was just kind of like, hey, Sharon, I'm sorry. Uh, we kind of got Hey, I kicked I kicked my own Nana off my Facebook for uh, like Irish slavery memes. So I was like, we're not we're not doing this with somebody else's grandma. <laughs> so shout out to the whole pool family. <laughs> well, I was just gonna. Say, I mean, I just ran to him in person, and he says, "I said Harrison, good to see you." And he says, "Where is Papa?" And I said, "Ray's." Then <laughs> Ray's not here. He goes, "It has been seventeen fortnights since I've seen Papa." <laughs> Well, last time I was in town, he wasn't in town. So, like, he's, I told him we're going to hang out next time I'm in town. So, he'll probably uh, be very excited. I'll be very excited. I like Harrison. I liked Harrison uh, before it was cool to like Harrison. I don't think, see, I don't, he's changed a lot. And now he's just consumed by blinding rage 95% of the time. So you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to be ready. He's gonna. Well, he's, he's gonna not paying and... attention. Then he needs to get on some yoga. He needs to get on some meditation. <laughs> he needs to get on some comedy. He needs to get on some mushrooms. He needs to get on some cults. Like he needs to. He needs to figure it out. We're not. We're not in the angry. This isn't the angry podcast. What if that's for every ounce of less angry you get, it just transfers to Harrison? Where do you draw the Ooh. line? That'd be like one of those, like, you can save everybody on the tracks. All you have to do is, like, kill your family or whatever kind of things. Yeah. Like, am I willing to be less happy to make sure he's more happy? Yeah. I think he's he also, mind, like... He's our only sponsor, before you answer this. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, I think his unhappiness is why he gives us money. Like, nobody <laughs> nobody pays for this unless it's, like, their own version of self-harm. Oh, that really cut deep. This... <laughs> I'm I'm only giving you a visual rim shot, not even an audio one, for that bullshit joke. That wasn't even a joke. That was more of an emotional thing, and then I realized that it was a pun, and I was like, "Oh, we stumbled upon something not even that great." Can I talk? Can we make this uh kind of weird and deep real quick? So, yeah. a girl that I work there's, with, there's she no goes... part of me that is not going to want to do that. No, it's like, that, I was like I'm in. this this girl that I work with, um, she goes, yeah, I had one hell of a weekend. I walked in on my friend trying to kill herself and I go, oh, that's wild. And she goes, yeah, she sent me a Snapchat like covered in her own blood smoking a cigarette because she was on her way over there. And then she goes, I'm here and the doors open whenever you're ready. So she gets there and saw that she had like cut her own wrist. And she said verbatim, this is what she said. She goes, at least one or two arteries had been cut and she was getting blood everywhere. So I go like a normal person. So you called the police or an ambulance, correct? And she goes, no, I took her to her mom's house. And I was like, what? 
And she goes, well, this isn't the first time this has happened. And I was like, well, but still, if she had cut an artery, I don't know how she's still alive. How are you calm enough in that situation and not call the cops? Dude. All the rags on it, call the cops, tie it up, call the cops, do what you can, call the cops. Yeah, that's what, like, I... When I was in high school, I worked at a grocery store and like he had a fluorescent light bulb, like, you know, like those fluorescent light bulbs that go into like milk selling things or whatever. And there was like a little like fixture that melted to the light bulb. And my boss was like, I I couldn't change the light bulb because it was melted on there. And my boss was like, oh, you got to do is this. And he twists it and the fluorescent bulb explodes and like a shard of glass went like right into his wrist. And he did, like, the dumbest thing possible in that situation, which is pull the piece of glass right out and just started bleeding everywhere. So I had to, like, go and, like, wrap, like, I had to take, like, an apron and wrap it around him, which he yelled at me for because it would stain the apron. He had to spend more money. And I was like, do you know what, man? Fuck you. Like, we can't we can't be in here letting you bleed out. Like, I'm the one who has to clean this up. Like, you would just leave and tell me to clean it up. So we had to call, like, the ambulance and everything. It was, like, a wild situation. And I was almost panicking. And that was, like, him being okay, not slicing one or two arteries open. That's. I remember, like, when we were relatively younger, my dad was trimming the hedges. At, and he was home alone, and he was using, like, hedge clippers. Bad idea. Some, Bad idea. He, yeah. He thought somebody called his name, so he turned around. And like, when he did, it, like, pulled his arm a little bit, and his finger went, like, into the hedge clipper, his index finger. And it, like, cut to the bone, and it was just literally hanging on by the tip of the bone. And so what did he do? He put away the hedge clippers, and he put away his, uh, what's, like, the blue thing, tarp, so that nobody would steal it. And then he got in the car, put a napkin on it, and drove to the hospital. Like nothing. And he was like, yeah, it's just a flash wound. It's fine. There's nothing going on. My uncle that happened, he did, um, he's big into woodworking and like, he would just like a piece of wood got stuck and like, it got jammed and he was like forcing it and it like cut his thumb off and like it cut like the tendon and everything. So like now it's on his right hand too. So like all of his fingers, like his like other three fingers work, but like when he goes to shake your hand, like his thumb and his index finger are dead, but he has like, he had like a white collar job. So he was like, I can't not have fingers and like meet these people. So he's just got like random, like dead fingers on his hand. It's it's just not wild. Have fingers. Yeah. It's like, maybe that's a good story. Like he's an IT guy. Like, it's not like he's like a CFO or anything like that. Like go, um he might be like the like he might have been like the chief technology officer officer or something like that but like be like hey man cut my fingers off like sorry like that's at least a good story now he's got to be like yeah i had my fingers cut off uh but i just didn't want to commit to not having fingers i mean like even if even if they're just for show i'd keep them you'd still finger gun somebody it sounds like he's stuck in permanent finger gun slash else like he can do this the finger gun right probably well but like it's like bent so it's like like they're like they like go with like wherever you put it and it's just like all right like like you can't even use that like sexually at any point either like you just like are looking for a dislocated finger (laughs) like it's not because the first place your brain goes is sexually his finger useless yeah like just completely pointless Like, what else are fingers used for? It's pleasing your your lover 
and opening pickle jars. And he can do neither with his dead-ass fingers. I was going to say, yeah, pleasing lovers and then pointing at lovers to say, hey, that's my lover over there. If you can't point at them to identify them, are they even yours? Like, you know how, like, those Ohio is for lovers shirts? It's just fingers are for lovers. Like, that's, that's, that's a t-shirt. That's our first t-shirt. People are going to be like, what point are you guys even trying to make? And we're going to be like, I don't know, but commit to it, baby. <laughs> Double down on the bit. Uh, it's like so funny to our first sponsor. No, just... <laughs> we're, we're just... Dude, fingers! We're definitely... We're going to get some weird dude that's like, we, we're going to print fingers are for lovers shirts. And there's going to be one weird dude that's just going to like make eye contact with you at the urinal and just be like, hell yeah. I get it. I get <laughs> like, it. I don't want you to. It's like, I made it and I don't get it. How do you get it? <laughs> but this week's show is brought to you by Fingers. Uh, fingers. <laughs> what a, what a, what a cool you, sponsor. <laughs> are, you, are you looking for a climax? Fingers. I don't know what that means. <laughs> fingers. Chickens are so jealous of them, they may, they'll, they'll die to become them. Fingers. It is weird that chicken fingers are delicious, but if they came out with a product called beef fingers, I don't think it would sell. Beef fingers, looking for a climax? Are you looking for a vegan alternative to chicken fingers? Beef fingers. Uh, what? I don't know. The brain's not making connections. <laughs> oh fuck, dude! Right, right, um, if, if I had to describe where my brain's at right now, it's like, uh, like the entire wreck of the Titanic. It's like right before the boat splits in half. Everybody knows they're fucked. They're like, ah, eh, there's a chance. And except then, for uh, Kathy, what's her face? The stone boat, uh, steamboat Susan, or whatever her name was. Do you remember who that is? It was like some lady who was like famous for like saving people in the wreck. Oh, really? Yeah, I gotta look it up now. It was like, um, and they gave her the nickname Steamboat Susan. <laughs> like, that's even like, uh, Titanic steamboat lady, Susan, just the day. survivor. God damn it. Also, uh, uh, does this story end with the girl with the arms? Is she alive? Um, so they took I, also, I, I guess she's still alive. Molly Brown. That was the name of her. Steamboat Su- You went from Steamboat <laughs> Susan to Molly Brown. <laughs> the unsinkable Molly Brown. I was close. No, you said Steamboat Susan. You named like an old-timey boat song. She was born in 1867. Um, What a cool... Like, I want at some point... um, Like, her job was known as socialite and philanthropist. There's no reason why she needs to be that rich. I just want... I just want my nickname to be Steamboat Joe Briggs. I think she like survived like a couple or no, maybe she just survived the uh the Titanic. I thought she had like had survived a couple 
boat things. Less impressive. Hey, congrats on surviving the Titanic, but also survive another boat attack for being called <laughs> unsinkable Molly Brown. Steamboat Susan would have wiped the floor with Molly Brown. <laughs> Steamboat Susan has like a theme song that's similar to the Mighty Mouse theme song. In my mind, <laughs> I'm just like, Steamboat Susan, here to save the day. Do, 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 do. And it's just like weird. But like kids like it, but so do adults. Steamboat, what was the, um, was it Steamboat Willie, the first like Mickey Mouse thing? Like he was on like yeah. a steamboat. Yeah, and he just shrugs a lot. He's yeah, got, like, like he's got back problems. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. So like all of a sudden we go from like Steamboat Willie uh, con- to them controlling all of media. Like that's an insane uh, like glow up over a hundred years or so. <laughs> Calling it a glow up is like the understatement of the century. Hey, talk for a minute. I gotta go yell at my dog. You're probably wondering what happened to Ray. You and me both, brother. This week, we step in deeper to the podcast in our new Unsolved Mysteries segment. Where is Ray Roberts? This whole time you've been asking, who is Ray Roberts? But now we want to ask, where is Ray Roberts? Coming to a podcast near you, The Hunt for Ray Roberts. I wasn't letting me unmute for a minute. <laughs> I was like about to. It was like, like honestly perfect timing. I just made up a different podcast that we plugged in the middle of this podcast. That's one of those things where like I don't want to make more shirts, but like I thought it would be fun uh, to like make a like not who is Ray Roberts, but like why is Ray Roberts? Like, there's so many fun things that I could do with that stupid little uh, what is it an anagram uh, abbreviation? What is that? uh abbreviation or anagram is it anagram no anagrams when you can switch the words and they mean different things it's just a uh oh man i just watched iron man the other day they say it in that movie jeez what is that called i don't yeah like that's something that they need to do a better job at in school is like they teach you that but like then you're also like You're like a, uh, I don't, what is that? First letter makes. Amalgam? First letter of each word makes a letter. Acronym. Acronym. Like, why, why don't I just know that? Because they're all like words that nobody needs anymore. Yeah, but that's something that uh, I need that. Like, I know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Like, I don't need to know that. I know Obviously. about Steamboat Susan. She's not even a real person. She's not even a, is she? I don't want to Google this on my computer. I don't. I'm afraid of what will come up. For Steamboat Wouldn't that Susan. be like weird if that was like a video that I watched at some point and I was like, whoa, and then it just like stuck itself in my brain and I attached it to the unsinkable Molly Brown. The unsinkable Molly Brown. The unsinkable Molly Brown doesn't deserve that. Steamboat Magazine pays tribute to Susan Schieser. Who's Steamboat that? Susan. I don't know. She's an artist, though, so not nearly as much Steamboats as we want. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Steamboat uh, aficionado. That's my goal for this podcast, is that we can get enough money doing this podcast to eventually buy a Steamboat, a fully functioning Steamboat. Hey, and Harrison, what are you doing? the Mississippi. Harrison, get us a Steamboat. Need money, Harrison. Remember when um, 
David Horning was trying to raise money for that crazy speedboat. Yeah, I respected it. Dude, it was my favorite thing on the internet. Like, I love... That's what the internet is made for. Like, people have gotten too, like, secure with, like, being... Like, I'm in, like, my big spiritual thing where I'm trying to be more honest and earnest and all that stuff and, like, be more sincere. But, like, people forgot that the internet was made for, like, weird, kitschy bullshit. And I feel like there's, like, that's just a perfect thing. Like, somebody from, like, Cleveland scene could have picked that up and been, like, Cleveland comedian David Horning is looking for people to pay money for a steamboat and you're like well it's fun and they're like well not during these trying times being fun like just shut the fuck up i think he also got covid more than any person i've met my entire life how many times did he get covid twice so i think that's the new world record i don't think so because uh i forget who i was talking to somebody told me like their mom works in a jail or something and like inmates were getting it like multiple times. Yes. Which whatever, like it's gonna hey, happen. Papa Joe Biden said uh, vaccines are gonna be available by May for anyone that wants one. Joe Biden also said I'd have two thousand dollars by now, and yeah. I do not. What the fuck is up with that? Trump Trump was giving us more money. What? Yeah, that's bullshit. Like it's. Like, fine, Joe Biden has, like, done stuff for the climate and blah, blah, blah. But then he, like, went back to, like, bombing people. It's it's honestly like the Obama administration part two where they're like, hey, we believe that gay people are the same as everybody else except for these people we're going to go kill on the other side of the planet. Like, you're just like, God, yeah, like, I get it. I'm, I'm real happy that gay people are allowed to, like, live without being murdered all the time for no reason like that's a good thing but there's got to be like a world where we can do that and also not kill people in another country i just don't get like how i mean i'm obviously not the president yet but like i like I how you put how you... yet can believe well, in i like yourself, to leave you? my options open yeah <laughs> i just don't know how you can sign off on that like you get a piece of paper that's like yeah we're gonna blow shit up and you're just like do it my brother and that's it you just sign off on it yeah, I remember watching Joe Biden impersonation too. I remember there's a bunch of malarkey. Um, I remember watching a 60 minutes thing about how like they go like they don't even go to like military advisors. It's more lawyers that they talk to in the whole thing what? to like make sure that like it's like internationally legal what they're doing. Seriously. Instead of like, yeah, instead of like if it's a good thing. And they're just like, yeah, we talk to our lawyers to make sure nobody's going to jail. I was like, well, there we go. Like, good job, guys. So, like, if you come and break into my house, it's it's legally not cool. But if you if you drone strike it, you're good. I think it's legal. Like, Ohio's got like the castle law. Like, I think if somebody comes in your house and you can kill them. Yeah, that's a person. But what if a drone comes in my house, beats me up real good, takes my money. That's my money. <laughs> That's my money. Um, I don't know. I don't, who do you like? Do you like? Is that what you write a senator for? Be like, excuse me, sir. I just got mugged by a drone. <laughs> this is a standard ground state. You I don't just, know. You just attach a clip of Amber going. That's my money. <laughs> and then just the. 
complete movie, iRobot. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Robots are like, they, um, Vice News released an article on how to fight one of those Boston Dynamics robots. <laughs> The few, like the world is crazy right now, dude. I I'm just living in it, trying to trying to do my best in 2021. That's the goal. Yeah, dude. We're just rocking. We're rolling. We're yogaing. We're tating. Like we're stash, just getting the stash back. So yeah, so you're growing the stash back for a sketch. I don't want you to like spoil the sketch, but why do you always have to have a mustache in sketches? comma why can't you just buy a mustache that you can take off because it won't look nearly as good one two it really won't look that good and then three it's like a taco truck one so i want it to be good it's a taco truck one so not so you're growing a mustache to culturally appropriate who usually runs taco trucks no 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 it's like the group is taco truck i'm gonna be a cop Oh, 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 yeah, I remember the group, okay. I'm not culturally appropriating (laughs) taco trucks, which, by the way, Mexican food is my favorite food, though, so. That'd be so funny if you just show up and you're like, what's up, S.A.? And they're like, you're obviously not Mexican. And they're like, do you not see the mustache? Like, that's where I thought the sketch was going. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. It's... Isn't that exactly what Channing Tatum did in like 22 Jump Street when he's just like, my name's Jeff, and he just has a mustache? I've never seen that movie. Talking about killing a vibe. I'm just on it today, baby. Yes, and. Yes. Also, that is still one of my favorite improv experiences of all time when we went on stage. And what was it called? No, but also. Yeah. No, but not. No, but also. Uh. But nope. people were not happy. <laughs> <laughs> that one lady, I do apologize to her. She's like, she goes, wait, is this for real right now? And we're just like, yes, we need a prompt. I got like really into it. And I was like, we need a suggestion. And she was like, Aladdin. And I was like, a good one. We need a good suggestion. <laughs> not this that was garbage. probably like, dude. Like for that being my last set in town before I left, that was perfect because I bombed and then I brought <laughs> you up and then like we made everybody mad and then you showed that music video that made no sense at all. <laughs> it's just anybody who wasn't us who just hated the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'd gotten like video editing software that month and learned how to use it. And I was like, this will be funny. And it just, it was funny for two people. And I think yeah. it said, I think it said like enjoy Vermont in the video. And people were like, oh, Ray's going to Vermont. And you're like, not, no. <laughs> <laughs> it just made no sense. But like, that's, that's what's funny is like, yeah, anybody, like, not to be like anybody can do comedy, but anybody can, if you've been writing jokes for like five minutes and you have any talent, you can go up there and be like farts, right? And then people will be like, ah, farts. Like you'll get a laugh, but like for something to be like genuinely like funny to two people, but like objectively funny, if everybody in the room knew what was going on, it's funny to everybody, but it's only funny because it's happening to us. Like that's 
that we, to me is what the best funny is is like get yeah. down to like that niche of like this is going to be funny for one person and i want to know that person that whole night was essentially like hey do you guys like inside jokes that you're not a part of yeah and then, and then they were like no and we were like okay here they come <laughs> and that's but like going back to like the internet being kitschy that's what the internet used to be was like it like was inside best. jokes for like people who went on the internet and now it's just recycling like hack jokes and when it's just YouTube, like no yeah when youtube first came out and it was just like people in their living room doing funny shit instead of like highlights from jimmy Fallon the night before like i hate or e-bombs world like do you yeah. remember e-bombs world like where things were like great that's where you learn about like the internet like there was a there was i remember it was, like, this, this is, yeah the internet is where i learned about the internet like <laughs> there was like a cartoon where like it was talking about like this guy was like blue balls are the worst and then like he's like but the best part is when you finally get to release them or something like that and it was like this cartoon chick like you see her about to give him head and then the next scene you see is a hole blown out of the back of her head because he came so hard and you're like this like this shouldn't be funny but it's so fucking like it's so funny what was that one video that was like everywhere? The one that was like, okay, so here's the world. You know what I'm Yo, talking about? That was like a perfect yes! voice for that. Yeah. yeah, that was one. That was spot on. Yeah, they made a new one like like recently just to like really? try to cash in on it, and it got nothing because it wasn't good. Um, I think, I think it was like just called the end of the world, down. right? Yeah, I think it's end of Z world, like Z. Okay, so here's China, France, UK, and Russia, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> <you got> it. <laughs> it's. <laughs> The end of the world. It's it's on like multiple things. End of Z World, 1080p. Um, that's such a it's but like that was when the internet was fun. And when like the uh it's got the whoop woo like that video, that oh. was gangbusters, dude. Dude, even like I don't there's just so much like random old shit that I don't think you'll get anymore. Like, do you remember the um Oh, what was that video called? The one that was like the Leave Britney Alone guy? Oh, yeah. Like, he was ahead of his that. time. You're Have you watched that documentary like that. yet? No, I just don't like want to be sad. It's not like that it's, sad. It's it's, it's one of those. I We watched it Sunday, Monday, something like that. It's only like an hour and some long. Um, but it's like legit, like it's QAnon for like the LGBTQ community. That's like 100% what it is. Like it's oh, just really? a bunch of yeah. Oh, one like they all show up with like weird signs, and they're like, "Brittany was wearing yellow today. That means that she's unsafe." And you're like, "Well, I guess maybe like she needs to just like, like I think personally, and like you re- you forget like how crazy it was during those times, and like yeah, obviously she snapped under all that pressure, but like also she was like twenty some odd years old. Who would yeah. have? I would have like, hey, fried. let's take a break real quick. Like, her dad probably shouldn't be in charge of her entire life. But who are these fucking people who are like, like, hey, I know that you have, like, a part-time job at Baskin-Robbins, but, like, also, like, you need to, like, do something other than care about Britney Spears' money. Like, just kind of, like, yeah, let's treat people better. 
overall not just famous people but like that's kind of the price that you pay for being that rich is like having people around you all the time but like also like let's just be nice and then like let's move on like you don't like these people were outside the courthouse and people were like putting notes in a google doc so they could do online videos and it's like so you're mad that everybody's making money off of britney but like now you're like making money off of Britney with like your live streams of this whole thing. Like it's, it, it's just, it doesn't make sense. So here's a question. Do you, okay. So when things like when everybody's vaccinated or we have herd immunity and all that and things open back up, do you think yeah. people are going to be nicer to each other? Cause they like miss being out with people or you think they're going to be nah. way worse. It's going to be way worse. <clears throat> really? Um, like so like when i came up here like it's definitely it's been way more open up here than it is down there um since i've been here um but like it's just people aren't used to dealing with other people as much so like people are used to like doing things like when you're at like when you stay at home for too long and then you go out in public and like you like fart in public and you're like oh shit i forgot i was in public like that's everybody like I went to a movie and like people were just like sitting there hammered, like talking to each other in a movie, and they're like, "Ah, it's a movie." And it's like, "Yeah, it's a movie." You shut like we're we're you're supposed to be quiet. Like this is like the quiet place. Like you're not at home. Oh man, dude, that's so fucking so weird. I, I was hoping you were gonna say the opposite thing. I was hoping people were gonna be so like just missing other people and also like socially insecure. That everybody's gonna be too nice. That's like my dream world. Is everyone? Gets I mean, that's all of Wisconsin, really. It's just everybody's just know? like afraid to be in front of people. But like, it's. It I perfect. think. Well, like I, I like doing shows now on like weekends because that's like people's like I'm going out of the house the one time this week. Like instead of like in the past, we're like this was our date night. Like it was like this is the one time I'm leaving the house this month. So like, they're like ready for fun. Like they're just there for a good time. They don't care if you like crucify Trump on stage or something, but like they, like they'll just like go along with it because they're like, all right, I'm actually out of the house and like ready to have fun. Um, Where now I think people are just going to be like, I'm finally allowed out of the house again. I'm allowed to while out. Yeah. I think people are going to go nuts. Like when things reopen, people are gonna lose their fucking minds. Yeah, even, but I mean things even, are mostly open. Now. Things are like, mostly you just open. Have to wear but a mask. Like even when the bars here switched back to two a.m., people like freaking went nuts. Shows were great for like that week because people were just like happy they could go to a bar until two. It was weird. It's very strange, and it's one of those like. I guess maybe since I'm like outside of that bar until two o'clock in the morning world now, since I like don't drink, but like, even when I did drink, like, yeah, it was nice that it was always there, but like I, a lot of times it's like, I like going to a bar until like midnight and then going home and getting like shitty. So like when I fall asleep on the couch, like I'm okay. If I fall asleep at a bar, like that's when it becomes an issue. Well, I kind of like, I did like, this is gonna sound lame, but like the curfew stuff, I like that shows had to be done earlier because then I'd get like a good night's sleep. <laughs> it's like just an excuse for me to get like quality sleep time. Like there was, there was a point in time where like bars when things got shut down for three months and then things like immediately reopened. There was a couple shows and like everything had to be done by like nine o'clock and that was just the dream. So I'd get home by like ten, brush my teeth, have a glass of water, 
maybe watch an episode, fall asleep. That's what I do now, anyway. That's what I did before the lockdown. Is like after the show's done, like it, it, I go do my time, go home. Like even at like Water Street, I'd go, I'd volunteer to go first, go first, watch the guy after me, sneak out in the middle of like the third guy's set, just be gone. Like it's it's the best, and I still do it. Yeah, I don't even know why I go to like a ton of shows, but I just have that guilt of like, ah, if they stayed for me, I got should stay for everybody. It's so dumb. I'm- I'll do it like last weekend or last Wednesday I stayed because like my buddy up here is like he was closing the show like the the whole thing so like the way that Skyline works is like the host gets six minutes everybody gets a four minute spot and then like the closer gets eight minutes and that's kind of like you testing to like be a host or whatever because hosts here get 10 minutes right off the rip um so then like so I went like there were like 15 people on the list I went 13th and he was closing. So I was like, all right, I'll stick through a couple people just to like hang with him afterwards for a minute. But like, I'm not like, if I go like fourth or fifth, I'm going to do my time and then I'm going to drive home so I can be home, get some, get some yoga in and go to bed. Now? Huh? How long is that drive to shows now? Like an hour and a half up there. Really? There's, I mean, there's stuff in Milwaukee, but like you have to wear your mask on stage and it just doesn't. Like, even, like, it's at a karaoke bar, which, fine, shout out to the high note, like, it's a cool bar, um, but, like, even, like, when people are doing karaoke, they have to wear masks, so, like, what are we even That's doing weird. it for? Yeah. yeah, like, sing at home, like, you can just, like, sing at your house, and, or you can do the same sing, thing that you're getting, in the like, shower like everybody else. open my comedy with a mask on, and then, like, the guy who, like, runs the place, very nice guy, but he like leaned into it. He's like, yeah, sorry, we're following the rules. And it's like, yeah, bro. Like, that's why I don't want to go there is because like, it, it's just fine. Like stay yeah. open, keep your business. I don't drink. Like, I'm just going to sit there. Like, who am I doing comedy for at that point? I'm just doing comedy for myself to hear myself talk like muffled through a mask. Like it's well, not like, helping anybody. So much of, I feel like your emotion is conveyed through your facial expressions. So like to limit half of that, I just, seems so weird to me yeah it doesn't even make sense and all these dudes like i don't want to like shit on them by any means because like i've gotten to know a few of them and like i don't like dislike that scene as much anymore just because like i was just being a dipshit half the time but like it's like cool like we get it you're doing comedy with your friends it's like what like back what like Lakewood used to be back in the day where it would just be like the same six people like hanging out and doing an apartment show. It's like no, you're just yeah. hanging out with your friends and you want to like jerk each other off. Like that's what you're doing. Like cool. Even, like maybe take a week off. Yeah. Go make a real show. Like set something up where like you don't have to like wear a mask. But even then too, like I, even if you are like hanging out and doing open mics with the same type of people, like. The only time I really don't respect it is if it's like the same jokes over and over and over with like no That's changes. That's what a lot of them do. And like, it's just like, all right, guys, I get like, you need to keep your five minutes sharp or whatever. But yeah. like now, especially like the show, even like real shows don't even really matter as much because like, whatever, like you're going to go, you're going to do your time. Like people don't want it's like inauthentic like if you do something that's almost too polished like it feels weird to everybody like that yeah. like that lacquer of like life has kind of been taken off of it which is what i like but like i also got used to like 
doing shows at the funny stock where like if you don't have like a polished out bit like nobody's going to be listening or paying attention so like it doesn't make sense so it's like kind of deprogramming myself from being like all right i have the outline of what i want this bit to look like let's go up there and just figure it out that's how i like kind of write is i like think of the talking points that i want to hit and then like try to like find jokes along the way yeah it's the best it's the most fun way to do it yeah I feel like it's a little bit lazy because I think it goes better if I like sit down and like hammer for two hours and try to write it out. Even if I don't use those like like if I like try and write jokes like tags or whatever on it, and even if I don't use those, if I think it's something better live, you know what I mean? Mine's the opposite. Like if I get into, if I do it and I like write it down, it'll like get stuck in my brain how I wrote it. So like I would rather like, dude, it's like I would. But, like, I'll find, like, that groove, and it's hard for me to jump out of it. So, like, I don't know if we've already talked about this or I said it to somebody else, but, like, I'll like not telling a joke for a long time and then, like, having, like, a real show come up and be like, oh, I have to do this joke. Yeah, and then you have, awesome. like, a new angle on it. Yeah, because I did, um, like, I did that. I have, like, a joke about the friend's same song. And, like, I didn't do that for probably, like, all of COVID. Like, I don't think like COVID happened and I don't think I had done that joke until like two weeks ago. And it was like a good joke and I did it and it went great. That was just like, I don't know. It felt like a new joke almost. And then I was able to like change up the, like yeah, there's the like room on. in it. Yeah. Like you can yeah. switch the order and like, there's like more like breathing room and you're like, Oh, I could like slide this other dumb shit thing I've been working on into there. Like it, yeah. it's just, it's nice because you look at it with almost like a fresh set of eyes. Like we're like when you first tell a joke and like you don't know where it's going and the crowd doesn't know where it's going and you're like shit. And like you almost have to like panic right the end of it for it to like be good and then your brain kicks in. Like that's almost what I like retelling those old jokes for is because I'll just be like, Mr. Christ, if you're nasty. And then you're like, you just like get robotic <laughs> on it. And then like like i know is like, that how you like, tell do you have like a different stage persona now in wisconsin <laughs> you're just like mr christ if you're nasty yeah, yeah with arms wide open uh which is the same way you die yeah. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> joke that's an objectively a great joke like that is my perfect like if i don't know whatever no like so uh this one i remember I just wanna, I rem- yeah, that is a good joke because it's uh, one of those jokes that like this will happen rarely, like with local people. I feel like I don't mean this as like an insult, no, but there's people there, there are jokes that when you hear them for the first time, you like remember where you heard it because you like you hear it and then you like in that moment think to yourself like, fuck, I wish I would have thought of that. Many and it's one of the jokes hit. that was a was, joke. Like, I heard you do it at the East End for the first time that I heard. it. Yeah, that might have been and the I first time like, I told it. Yeah, because um, it was the same right night. Yeah, it was the same night I did like a joke for the first time that I still use. I think I crushed that night. Like absolutely like I, it was a great night. Yeah, like that was one of those like I started getting good at that room and like reading like like you couldn't go in there like swinging. You had to like ease into it and then like sneak it up on them. I that like room that. Room. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um but like uh like, I'll go up, and I even, like, said something when I was going up there. Like, I went after, like, a real low-energy guy this last... Like, anytime... Like, I can be low-energy sometimes. Like, if I'm not feeling it, I'll be low-energy. But, like, this guy's whole thing is, like, yeah, I did uh, this, and then... Uh, 
and like he's funny but like you're just kind of mold to sleep it's kind of like brett but think of less autism like it's just like autistic (laughs) all right it's so nice but his his okay brett might not be autistic but his writing is does that like but you know what i mean like and so like this guy's just like very low energy and he's got good jokes but then i go up there and i and i was like hey everybody and like just nobody was having it i was like i just needed to be a change of pace like there's yeah. no way that i can come on this mic because i'll be like i'll usually like start okay like on like a up note and then it'll usually taper off as like i get into new stuff and i'm not sure of the jokes and i even said that i was like i usually like lose confidence in myself but like you also just saw what no confidence looks like. So like you have to like, and it's like his thing on purpose. Like, it's not like I was like talking shit about him. Cause I even like said something, yeah. I was like, Hey man, like, and he's like, no, that's like what I'm going for. And I was like, all right. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page with that. Yeah. So I can't well, go up there and be like, Oh, life sucks. When like the guy before me was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to murder everybody. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah. fuck. <laughs> like, there's um like you do, you'll do like more story type jokes or longer bits but like the two people i hang out with the most in cleveland still are brett and joe and they both just do like the short dark one-liner type it's stuff. impossible it's impossible to me well like and like that creed joke like if that was one of those ones like i was in a big creed phase anyways like i just like would get stuck on a band hey, and then it just you, popped you in and my me head. both brother yeah, like, but I literally had to Google to make, it was one of those ones that, like, wrote itself, and I'm like, I had to have heard this somewhere. Like, this is one of those ones where, like, That's it's the, the best fucking, feeling. yeah, but it sucks because it's, like, stuck in your brain. Like, when you stole my favorite bit for Kevin Farley and you talked about it on a different podcast that's like that's that's kind of like what I thought that, that was. So you listen, though. <laughs> yeah, because you were on it. And I wanted to know if I was brought up because I'm still vain. I want to know if my name gets brought up. And then you like word for word, take me explaining why that bit is the best bit ever. That was both of us talking about it on your, the first time I was on this podcast. No, this is a different podcast. That was a different podcast. Oh my God. What are you doing? (laughs) Putting a coat on. I'm cold cold in my side room that is still the only bit i know from him or remember because i did see him once that time and, and like that is my favorite bit of his though it's, only it's a one great that, bit like, yeah it's the only one he did where i was like i've heard that song a million times and i wish i had it and my uh my brother chris gave my dad a dildo and you're like all right cool like yeah. whatever man like i get it like yeah, this is a great story from 1994 like let's fucking do more elton john shit yeah let's let's keep like, the elton john shit <laughs> Well, which one is it, Elton? Why'd you write the song? Fucking murder. Like, that joke is so good. Uh, did you see they got, like, Bassem Yusuf's coming on the funny stuff? That's the uh, Egyptian dude who did, like, the Daily Show Egypt, right? Yeah, dude is, like, wicked smart. That's kind of a huge get, and I want to know how he got that show, because he seems like somebody that would, like, disagree with Pete 100% of the time. And that, and he's like also somebody that like John Stewart's like this is the guy, and he's working the funny stuff. Yeah. So like I'm gonna try and get tickets, or like I'm gonna I don't know if I'm allowed to like badge repeat yet to be like can I host or get a guest spot? Just show up. Yeah, I've never I still haven't got a weekend spot ever. Did a co feature contest. <clears throat> you just huh? have to show up. 
it's just hard to drive like to do it that much FaceTime when it's an hour drive there and back. Well, and that's why like I never really hung out unless I had a show. I never hung out at Hilarities where it's like I can go hang out at the funny stop, get five minutes, get a weekend at some point and like hang out and talk to like somebody who's like who the headliner is or the feature and like hang out with them. Or I can drive up to Hilarities, pay for parking, uh, go sit in the back that's and awesome. talk to Joe Briggs, who I've got like I can text you and like talk to you. And, like, <laughs> I'll be like, hey, that. that Kevin Farley bit. Yeah, which like now, like that's the one thing that sucks. Like the closest, the like the Milwaukee club, quote unquote. Um, they don't have like it's like pay what you can for comedians, and since they're at like a lower capacity, like they don't even have spots for you just to go chill because like the Milwaukee like rules are so much tighter that you have to be at like twenty five or fifty percent, so they're not just gonna like let comedians in there. So it's like that's weird. So I can't just like go hang out at a club. Like it's very weird. Who was do you remember like who was the first person you like hosted or featured for? Um hosted like a weekend show? Yeah. I did a Thursday uh for Nathan Timmel was uh the first oh, he, like weekend hosting. He was and like then, literally there this week. <clears throat> he's good. Um it was fine. If he's still doing an hour and a half, that's like a little bit too much, but um but I, I met Travis Bales, who was his feature. Um, I love that guy. Uh, but that, he's a, uh, but that was fun. That was like the first uh, weekend day that I hosted. But like the first full weekend was like uh, the hypnotist, um, Michael Otto, the guy who like. Uh, oh, yeah. Got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. That was the first weekend weekend. And boy, was it not fun. Cause it's just like, it's a hypnotist show. It's just me. Like there's not and even a feature. That, oh my God. So I would go up do seven to 10 and then sit in the back and watch the same hypnotist show five times. <laughs> like it was. Why just, would you watch it though? Every single time. I did. I would sit by the bar and just like hang out and then like, just like hang out. The best was like the late show on it was either late show Friday or late show Saturday. Uh, it was around Halloween and some guy was just like ruining the whole thing. So nobody was like getting hypnotized. And uh, so like the guy comes to the bar and he's like, I'm not sure what to do. And Pete's like, well, you still have like another 45 minutes. <laughs> and he's like, well, nobody's like falling for it. And he's just like, yeah, man, you got like, you got to do the show. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, that's it. like that's where it's got to suck. Like I know like bombing sucks real bad, and that's got to suck for like a whole hour. But like when you're a, a, you're hypnotist, a hypnotist and like you have no jokes to back it up, when you have no oh like can you do crowd work as a hypnotist? Like he couldn't even bail and just be like, "All right, here's bits." Like it's like they came for a hypnotist, and nobody's getting hypnotized. <laughs> How does that work? Like Cuyahoga Falls doesn't like that doesn't look like the type of people that are going to be like, "Oh, I've been hypnotized." It looks like the people that are like, "Nothing fucking happened." What are you talking about? You know what no, I mean? Those are the those the drug rattled brains of people who go to that club aren't easily swayed into hypnotism. Are you kidding me? Like that's the perfect spot. Those people are half alive when they walked in. I may have overstepped. Yeah. 
I would say hilarities is harder. Like anywhere where like people with like functioning brains go to. Like I feel like that's where it'd be hard to hypnotize people. I yeah. Dude, I don't maybe it's because like the one time I got to do that stage is when shit reopened, but like that place feels like a gypsy magic place. Like I don't know how you can miss there. At the funny stuff? At uh oh hilarities. Oh. Funny yeah, stop too. The main funny stage. Stop. Tell me how to get on the main stage, Joe Briggs. I don't know. I don't know. Funny stop too is a good stage. Like I, I don't think I've really had too many bad shows at the funny stop. If I uh, had, I've... it's because there's been like five people in the crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've definitely bombed there, but it was like everybody bombed, and then like Jimmy, Jimmy Graham threw a fit, and then had to apologize to Pete on Twitter about it. So it was like a whole thing. Um, <laughs> it was so fun much. being in that room, and then he like brought like he would bring it up to me because I went up directly before like who like it was like host I think was Bill Stone like and like they like he got a couple chuckles like the crowd just wasn't having it. Uh, first guest set bombed, second guest set bombed. Me, I ate shit, and then Jimmy bombed. And then Bill went up and like crushed because it was like they were just there oh, really? for Bill Squire. Yeah, like they didn't give a fuck about anybody. Like that, like when I opened for uh, Mary, and it was like me, Volchko, and Mary for like uh, Valentine's Day weekend, like the late show on Friday or something like that. It was just like it didn't matter. Like Jesus himself could have come down and done a set, and they wouldn't have gave a shit if it wasn't Mary Santora. Like as yeah. like as soon as she hit the stage, it was a completely different crowd. And it like you don't want to blame the crowd or whatever, but like they weren't there for anybody but her. But like so Jimmy goes up there and eats shit, and then he would bring it up to me like on the regular, and he'd be like, Oh yeah, I remember you. I was like, You've known me before that. And he'll be like, I I remember you. You ate shit that one time. And I was like, Whatever, dude. Like, if you want to play it like this, you can. That um that's gotta be like the worst feeling if you finally get like good enough to go on the road and like feature for somebody you know what i mean like a big act but then you just have to like you know they're not there for you like imagine like those like when you go see a show and it's like john mulaney's feature that guy has to hate his life like a little bit you know what i mean he probably gets paid very very well though this is true okay that's a fair point i didn't think of that like when i went and saw tom segura at uh the roxino in northfield and it's like a big theater show basically and uh josh potter opened and like people like he did like 20 minutes cold like there's no like host or any like he's the opener he comes out and does 20 minutes ice cold to the crowd and like i liked it because i did comedy like i was like all right comedy like i know there's gonna be an opener like other people were just like straight up talking through the set and then tom segura comes up and then it's a completely different crowd because people don't know that like there's an opener but you need, like, if you're Segura, you don't want to just come out and do an hour and they're cold. Yeah. But, like, god damn, dude. Just coming out to, like, a cold crowd doing 20 minutes. Plus, that's got to be the worst when, like, the lights aren't fully dimmed yet and people are still walking into the show and talking. Like, that would kill me on the inside. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, I mean, I, the, that's kind of what you're there for is just like take the bullets until like it's the headliner's time. Like you make sure everybody's settled in for like that first half hour, you sell some drinks, you, 
you sell some booze and then like the show starts like you're just there to fill time so the place makes more money how do you make money in comedy did we figure it out yet i no. you're asking the wrong person like i've We've gotten got, like, paid to sponsors. do comedy yeah, great clips. We got fingers. We got man stuff. Or what was that? What's that stuff called? Man face. <laughs> we got great clips. We got fingers. We got man stuff. What's that stuff working, called? Like man hands. Working hands. Working hands for the mans. <laughs> I think fingers are for lovers is the rule of the day, though. Fingers are for lovers. That's is the rule now just also the name of the podcast episode? No, I usually just kind of make the uh, make a that would make sense, you know, like that'd be podcasting one hundred and one. But are um, for lovers. Do you know it might be the it might be the title of the podcast? You know, that's a good title of a anything. That is true. Like if somebody saw that, like if I saw fingers are for lovers, I'd probably pay attention to what that is. They would check, they'd be like, that sounds cool. They'd check it out. And what they'd get is probably, arguably, the saddest episode we've ever had. Yeah, we did start with somebody trying to kill themselves, didn't we? <laughs> and then just, like, instantly moved on. I'm like, we didn't really address if she made it at any point, too. That's the worst Who part. knows? There's no... Po- like, if all the facts that were given to me are true, there's no way she's still alive. It's just the logic is what's crazy to me. Is like, oh, she's done this before. It's like, yeah, then you should know that she has to go to a hospital. Well, like that's like I used like I sprained my ankles a lot when I played rugby. So now when I like walk down some steps, I might sprain my ankle a little bit, but I know I'll be good in ten minutes because like my ankle will be fine. This is like different. Like this is like it's not something that like you grow. You want to walk off. Yeah, you're like, like, all right, cool. Like, not to like make light of like a suicide attempt, but like also, hey man, like why don't we like put her somewhere? Like you got to do something about it. I mean, you the fact that you sounded more freaked out by your old boss pulling glass out the milk aisle or whatever. I was there for that. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't here for this other story. And you freaked out more for that than this girl freaked out for her friend, like dying. Literally, literally dying the way that she was telling the story she was like yeah that's just a crazy weekend womp womp and i was like what are you talking about dude <laughs> oh it looks like i've got a case of the mondays ha ha but yeah i, I, I was get, like, get, like what the guys. fuck man it is 8 30 like i like, 8 30 on a monday <laughs> it was like no it was this morning at like 7 15 uh, like it wasn't even like nice dude that's like some that takes some gall that's some like I want to be comfortable spring out with like just dashing that in a conversation at any point yeah, in the day, let alone first thing in the morning. I mean, we kind of pulled it out. Like it's like me, this other dude and her like all work at the same time. So we're like work friends or whatever. So she was like, yeah, it's been a rough weekend. We're like, yeah, let's talk about it. We're here. Nobody else is here. And then she's like, well, it's kind of heavy. And we're like, yeah, that's fine. Like how I brought it up to the podcast where I was like, hey, if you're good with like a heavier subject real quick and you're like, yeah, like I'm ready for it. And then I'm like, this chick tried to saw her arms off. Like, (laughs) she was just like, yeah, I walked into my friend trying to kill her. I was like, that's not like you don't just go like. Hey, it was a rough weekend. You're like, this ruined my entire year. That's how that goes. My, the thing that like, is the scariest to me is they're just like, oh, 
Mar- like, you know, Becky's at it again. Dude, like she's, that was, is the 22 year old Gen Z, is that part of Gen Z? They're all psychopaths. That's, that's all that makes sense. They, what? they, they're like, they're just desensitized to everything. They, of course they are. They've been being like blasted in the face with the internet as long as they can remember. They've seen more in their lifetime than I've ever, than like every generation that's ever come before them. For like, for people they're, who had to live good. through 9-11 being live on television, I would still freak the fuck out if I saw somebody cut their wrist and then just be like, oh, so, oh I'm just going to so take them to grandma's. Like, yeah, cool, whatever. It's Tuesday. Yeah, that's some like... That's some like you want to wait. Like that's like her reaction was like a guy who's been on two tours in Iraq and seen it all, and it happens at home, and he already knows what to do. Like that was her reaction. That was a hardened reaction. Yeah, that's true. Like, like she like she's been in Nam. Like she's twenty two, yeah. but like somehow her spirit like lived through like Tiananmen Square or something. Yeah, she's like it's better than napalm. Yeah. What are you talking about? Agent Orange is a real motherfucker. Like, this is nothing compared to that. <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why does your why is your voice gravelly now? Like what mine? No, hers. Oh, like, hers. <laughs> just like it's the cigarettes, and you're like, what? Like I yeah, what? You're, okay. You don't but yeah, smoke. that's just yeah, it doesn't even make sense. But yeah, this has been a weird episode. Uh, so do you want to do you want to pimp your uh, illustrious show that you uh, that you run now? I literally made. I didn't even. Man, I'm just getting assaulted today, verbally. <laughs> I want. I do want to uh, formally apologize on a thing that a dozen people listened to. Uh, that I should have. Yeah, at least I the should, Baker's dozen. I should not have undermined uh, the integrity of your show when earlier you're like, hey, man, next time you're in town, let me know and I can get you on my show. Sorry for undermining a show that last time I was in town, it was just an open mic. (laughs) So like the facts that were given to me were not updated. I didn't realize that it was like a show that only everybody in Cleveland could get on. It's now... um, you have to like at least know you to be on it so i i'm sorry that i undermined how much work you've been putting into it no it's i don't like uh know if this is sincere or not but either way it's uncomfortable for me so thank you no it is sincere because like like when i was like running water street and people were like hey i'm just gonna show up to water street and do time and i finally was like no, you text me before you show up. I'm trying to make sure this show's not four hours long and just like shitty. Like I want to like set up a, a thing. That's and, the like, hardest part. Yeah, it's just telling I'm people so no. Yeah, I'm so bad. I, do, like, I, I would do it all the time. I'd be like, hey man, if there's if there's room, you can show up. But if not, show up and let me know you want to be on it next week, and I'll let you on. Like yeah. it's, you just have to be firm. I uh, I overbooked the one last week. Like we had Mary headlining and i think there was like 11 or 12 comics total it's unnecessary and i was just like it's so much it's way too much you're just like blasting the audience in the face with comedy they don't like it by the end of it they're like almost fatigued well and that's like what like on water street i was like we've got nine spots plus a closer and then yeah. like that way everybody can like if somebody wants to do three minutes somebody can do seven minutes like everybody equals out to like five minutes the show is like 
say you get 10 people plus a closer, nine people plus a closer, that's like 45 minutes. Then you have somebody do 15, 20 to close it or whatever they want to do. Then you're right at an hour. Like that's a perfect like Monday night show. And it'd be like a little bit longer or whatever. Like it would almost be an hour and a half, but like, I'm not trying to run a three hour Monday show. And like, that's the other thing is I forgot too that like, like we needed a door person and I forgot that you usually got to give that person a couple minutes too. So they added a comic. And it was just like, I'm so bad at saying just no to people. Not that I should have said no to the door guy, but I should have said no to somebody along the way. But whatever. There, here's something spicy before we get out of here. There's not 12 people in Cleveland who should be on the same show as Mary Santora. <laughs> How about that? Uh, that hurts because I was on the show. And, it's, and you're right. <laughs> I mean, but it's just... <laughs> Like it's, I don't know. It is what it is. Like it happens. You're going to be like, you have to be nice to certain people. And there's some people who are like nicer, but like, you're always like, Hey, if we need to trim the show, you know, four people who shouldn't have been on the show anyways. <laughs> like, it's, yep. And it's not like, it sucks. And we've like, I've been there. We're like, Hey man, there's not going to be, t- there's not going to be room for you. And it makes you mad and it makes you MF that person. But you're also like, well, this is kind of part of the gig. Like it's, until you're good enough or like people know who you are or like it's just like at the point where you get enough clout to be like hey can i be on the show i'm not on the list like that's where you like know that you're not going to get bounced from a show that you're already scheduled on and that's like there's like what maybe three four people in cleveland that can do that dude when i came when i was back in my day when i was coming up like that's why i hated going to lvt because oh, i you'd like would bump you. Yeah. yeah you'd come like and just like anybody and their mother would show up like it would be like i mean like ramon would be in town and he'd like bump you for no reason it's like you know what time you're gonna be here and like what made me the most mad is like they would show up at the beginning not sign up like not sign up at all and then just be like all right cool i want to go up now and then they would bump people like that's what it would be like they'd wait for the show to start going and you're like well yeah. motherfuck like now instead of going 13th i'm 20th and i've had to see like somebody's b jokes and everybody's laughing because they want to be on their show like it's that's what it was well and that's what like it would like when i was new to comedy i'd go to lvt a lot and it was like exactly that and there'd be like legitimately like nine people that would come in and just drop in yeah and so you you would like legitimately go from being like 10th to 20th and that I, Brian does a pretty good job of like not yeah, really yeah. letting that happen or like, hey, or like you just be like, an, it's not New York. You're not Dave Chappelle. Like, these you are a know, lot of hard truths. Yeah. Like, you know, when the show is going to be done. Like, cool. Like, because it we used to be like something Birdtown comedy or some shit like that was inside the back of um, inside the Windsor or whatever. Like, now that I know that or not oh, the, the Windsor, what's the. Winchester, that one. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, it used to be like the Bevy at Birdtown was the bar. That one. So, like, you know when that show is going to be done. Like, that, like, LVT starts at nine. That show would start at like 7 30. So, everybody's going to get out of there at nine. So, talk to the host. Like, you, it's the same person. Like, if I'm coming up and I'm like coming up on a Wednesday and I've got a set like somewhere else, like, let's say it's at the Winchester, like, I would be like, hey, Brian, like, can I be earlier on the list? Like, I'm coming up. Can you put me earlier on the list so I can get that done, go to the Winchester? Or I'm on the Winchester first. Can you put me, like, halfway through the list so that way I'm not, like, bumping nope. anybody? Like, there's that's just coordinating a good show. Because there was one time, I think, I think it was right before you moved, where we both did Winchester and LVT in the same night, but we, like, switched. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, cool. Like I'm going to show up. And like, I would, I'm not at the level it, at certain places, I guess I'm at the level where I could show up and bump people. Like if I go back to Kent and like, it's like Euro gyro, I'm walking in and I'm going whenever I want just because like, whatever. But like in Cleveland, like, am I in like that upper tier of like better people? Sure. But I'm like, I also am not on the radio. Like people aren't going to be excited to see me bump people. Like yeah. there's like, like it should be like Bill, Mary, if Alan Cox decides to do stand up again, because I've seen him do it before, and then if somebody's him. in town from Hilarities, that should be the people up? who can bump people. Alan Cox does stand up. He did it. I saw him once in the basement of the Kent Great State Lake. Student Center. Oh, was it good? I've just never. I didn't know he did stand up. Um, he was all right. Like I was in a real big Chad Zumach face. Like I was like, uh, like nineteen. And like that's when I first started going to comedy shows. So I thought Chad Zumach was the best comedian of all time. I've only met him once, I think. It's a trip every time. <laughs> There's no joy in your face and it hurt. No, it's like I like hanging out. Like when I was drinking, I liked hanging out with him. I remember, I mean, it's not even talking out of school. Everybody's got Chad stories at this point. Yeah. But like, he's like, yeah, I'm sober right now. And like ordering uh, double vodkas on the rocks. Like, and he's like, yeah, I'm sober right now. And we're like at the bar watching a Cavs game. I was like, all right, yeah, me too, I guess. Give me a Miller Lite. Like, what, like, what are we doing? <laughs> and then like the last time I saw him, I wasn't drinking for sure this time. And uh, he didn't have a car or whatever. And he closed out Monday at Water Street. And he was just like in town for something, like hanging out. And he's like, hey, can you drive me home? I was like, yeah, I actually live in Stowe. Like, and it was like on yeah, my way to Stowe. Cool. And it was like, it was a cool conversation. But like the whole time he was just like name dropping like other famous comedians. And I was like, cool, man. I would have like much rather talked to you about like not this, but Life. fine. Like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing that every time we hang out. Just start name dropping shit. But like our name drops are fun. Like I like I'll like drop it. Sean Lynch's name all the time because it doesn't get me anywhere. Like it's just like, yeah, you remember the <laughs> celebrity <laughs> deathmatch from the 90s? Yeah, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He's awesome. <laughs> like people are like, who I, actually, cares? I, was that the weekend you were in town? Because he was here the one week and I actually got to meet him. He was a nice guy. Yeah, he's the best. He's yeah. the, he's my favorite. He's like the best person. Super best. And it's but like name dropping some guy from like celebrity deathmatch. Like he wasn't even in the show. He just like created it. And I'm sure he like voice up stuff. Yeah. I'm sure he like voice it and stuff like that. But it's just like people are like, yeah, I remember that show from 30 years ago. It was a great show. I remember watching it with my brother. Like if it was on, we got super pumped. And that's not undermining the show at all. Like it's it was a great show. It was a great show. Yeah, like if you like said Sean Lynch and didn't say creator of Celebrity Deathmatch, nobody would know what it was. And that's the perfect amount of fame is for like you have to like contextualize it. Like people know what you've done, but like they don't know you by name. That's like I've always said like the level of fame I want is where like exactly where Kyle Kinane is. Yeah, you've said it before on this podcast. I know. I said that just now. I've said it before, but I want to (laughs) be... Uh, my memory is so bad that's this, this, this whole podcast is we're just going to discover that i'm slowly losing my memory that's all this is i think it's just both of us going back and forth saying the same thing over and over again good we, eventually it'll stick and we'll get paid for it by the great clips i'm gonna fucking jam this down great clips throughout they're, they're gonna pass 
jam fingers down great great cliff's throat. <laughs> what is it called? Man hands? <laughs> Let me use my man hands. <laughs> working hands. Working hands. <laughs> but we came up with working face. Working face. <laughs> But no, hey, real shout out, real shout out to uh, Lifestyle Drip. It's a, a Cleveland company. Uh, they're not paying us to do this, but uh, at some point they might. So uh, let's kind of do that. They have some cool shit. Lifestyle like, Drip. Yeah, if you like clothes and skateboarding and drugs, it's like right up your uh, your alley there. Have you played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, 2, 3, 4, Underground or Underground 2? Then you would like Lifestyle Drip. <laughs> When they remade Tony Hawk Pro Skater for PS4, Dude. and you're in your 30s now, did you rebuy it? Lifestyle trip. Yeah, I have yeah. it. It's great. Oh, we should shred. You, me, and Chris Clem should shred on there sometime. You trying to rip some boards, bro? Yeah, bro. We're gonna like 50 50. I'm gonna like uh, 720 nose grind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna twist your ass, bro. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do some Christ air. You know. Want to do a the sick Benny Hanas, bro? I'm gonna do do some nollies. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Madonna, uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna air walk. I'm gonna uh, one footed Lucy or whatever. Gonna... One footed Lucy and Steamboat Susan are going out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with this soup salad and breadsticks combo, bro. You don't even. That that would be a cool way. Like they should like you know how like in movies like Pepsi will pay money to have like a can of Pepsi in the background. Yeah, oh yeah. Like that would be like a good way to fundraise for something is like name the tricks after like oh Wait, you this... can eat breadsticks. Literally, there's a trick named the Benihana, which I think is the funniest skateboarding move. Yeah, there's an Air Japan. Do you ever see a? This is the last thing. I just the like old videos of Jason Lee skateboarding before he was an actor. No, I don't even know who Jason Lee is, period. He's he's like, my name is Earl. He's Earl. Oh, that guy. And he was in every Kevin Smith movie. I do like Kevin. I do like uh, the one, the, the famous one. Yeah, dude. There's Jason Lee was like a pro skateboarder before he uh, became an actor. And there's like a mixtape of him online where he's like, we're going to go shred some Benihana's. We're going to What do was he in time. Almost Famous? He oh, was he was like, like the main guy almost. The guy. Yeah. That's the he's same the person. Wow. Wow. Yeah, he's in your favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> A titular role in your favorite movie. And you, <laughs> and most like, famous is one not my favorite movie. It's the Two. only movie you've ever talked about. I've talked about many movies. It's a great, it's a good depression movie. It's my favorite depression movie. Oh, it's the movie. best one. Yeah, it's the best depression movie of like, hey man, if you were a 14-year-old in the 70s, like you could have made it too. Like that would have been great. Dude, he's... Yeah, I, don't, I wish I could skateboard. That's what this comes down to. I tried. I've just always been like, like, it, not, like, to be Eric Cartman of, like, I'm not fat, I'm big-boned, but, I, like, I'm, like, set to be, like, st- like, my person, people built in my shape aren't meant to be airborne. That's, yeah. I just was too uncoordinated. Well, that as well. Like, there's, like, yeah. that's why we're good at talking and not, like, 
in the uh, NFL. Like we had to like find a different way to be cool. I'm, and I'm also glad I figured that out because if I was in the NFL right now, I'd be the guy that like I would be on your fantasy football team, and you'd be like, "He's hurt again." It's the third time this season, and it's like week four. Turf the, toe. Turf toe. More like turf toe. Some, haha. We need to get him some working hands. <laughs> working from the makers of working hand, working feet. Boom! Tough act. Yeah, we got um. I oh, I, we've got from the makers of them. There is a foot one. We've got it. Is there really? Yeah. Is it called working feet? I don't remember something like that. Foot repair or something like that. I hope that they like replace the wrong word so it's not working feet. It's just feet hands. I don't know why that's funny to me. That's a that's your next sketch. <laughs> feet yes. hands. It's gonna get you on SNL. Uh, like that like tiny a, hand skit that what's her face used to do. That's like one of those pipe dreams where I don't know if it'll ever come true, but I don't even know if I want it anymore. Being on SNL? Yeah. Hard pass, dude. From like everything that I hear about it, like it's too competitive and people take it too seriously. Like that's what's fun about stand up is like if you don't feel like taking it seriously, you could just like fuck off for a day. And like nobody's like, you're not bringing anything to the team. You're like, yeah, but also like I'm the team. Uh, I just don't like that. Like competing for comedy is weird to me. It's very. Like, we should we should all be trying to have fun. That would I feel like that would produce the best content if we're all having fun, not competing. But whatever. That's just Nate dog. Oh, I do. I did. I need. I need to bring up. Um, Working hands. That I I am uh, two thirds of the way to uh, getting the uh, Bill Squire Triple Crown. It's kind what? of it's kind of cheating. We've talked about this, right? We're like getting uh, a like on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Oh, for the same joke? It's not the same joke. It, I don't. Oh. That's why I need to like decide if like if for something that I made up. I need to decide the rules on because I've gotten a like <laughs> on my Instagram post. I got a like on a tweet response to him, and I need to get something on Facebook so I can just get like the three. I feel like that's more like more incredible to get a like on three different things on three different social media platforms do you just speaking of bill do you record your sets and listen to them every single one okay sam uh we did like a show and he must have he was like right after me and uh when i like listened back to the set i listened to it when i was doing laundry this weekend like after i got off stage he went up and he said something like yeah that guy's like isn't he just like the most nervous person you've ever seen it's like he's got real big Egon vibes. And then in the recording, I'm off stage, but the phone is still in my pocket. And you just hear me go, hell yeah. Because it's like a reference that everyone's like, yeah, he sounds like Ray Romano. The Egon reference is, I think, better. I don't know what Egon is. Uh, the guy from Ghostbusters, the nerdy one. Harold Ramey. Yeah, great. The Twinkie but, uh... guy from... So did you just like name drop a movie that nobody gives a shit about anymore? Ghostbusters? That's a great I don't, movie. It's I've never seen it. You've never seen Ghostbusters? Not a Bill, not a big Bill Murray fan. Dude, wow, we're we're about to go to war. Like Groundhog's Day was fine. Um, I liked him in Zombieland. Like that was a perfect role for him. Um, what about Bob? Was fine. Stripes was okay. I just never saw Ghostbusters. Like, I like Bill Murray. I'm not, like, anti-Bill Murray. I'm just not, like, I'm not going to, like, work for the Chive anytime soon and buy, like, a Bill Murray t-shirt. 
That's I'm not gonna do that either, but like Ghostbusters is it's classic. Yeah. I don't it's weird to me that you're like slightly older than me and have never seen Ghostbusters in your childhood. Because I feel like that was a movie that was like always on. I also didn't see the Goonies until I was in my twenties. And that same with that one. I I didn't get it, didn't like it. It wasn't made for me. Yeah, especially I'll in my twenties. Yeah. Goonies was... uh Goonies never say die. I still don't get that. I don't even get the reference because I've seen Goonies like twice and I just don't. I was too old for it by the time I saw it and I don't like it. Um, shout out to Shane Herman, who is like, I'm going to completely shit on him completely. He's a Youngstown comic. But like those guys that like are like, I'm super big into the 80s guys, but like we're born in like 87, uh, need to calm down. <laughs> like you weren't even of age to enjoy things in the 80s, uh, regardless. That's how I feel. Like, I was born in 92, and even then, like, by the time the 90s are over, I'm eight. Yeah, I'm not a 90s kid. Like, I've, no. all of my formative memories are from the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. There's jeans. Just a lot of weird jeans. Oh, all the early 2000s was. Last point, then I have to go eat, because I'm getting crabby. Um, no, you're fine. We, we, we've that, tried. That Britney doc. Like, all I could, like, watching it, I was like... Television looked like shit in the 2000s. Like, it was grimy. It was bad. It was weird. Like, it was, like, grimy. Like, I would almost rather watch, like, a black and white photo, like, like TV show, because it was at least more clear. And they had her, like, doing, like, mall shows. And you're, like, you had to go and, like, being in music, like, in a boy band or a girl band in that day had to have been worse than, like, being a road comic ever. Like, you have to go to, like, if they were, like, we would just play malls, and, like, people would just walk by. Like, could you imagine singing and dancing in, an, like, in a mall, and then, no. like, some people walk by? No. no. Like, like, that'd be, like at least with like... comedy, there's no, like, backtrack. Like, you can, like, you can just be, like, you know what, this is a bad idea, I'm done, and then leave. And then there's not music playing while you do it. Like, that's what these mall shows were. That is... Yeah, that's like the most 2000s thing. I remember like when people would come to malls and it would be like a big deal. Yeah. So. Weird. Very weird. Malls are, okay, uh, the last last thing. I had to like, I went down, like I had to look that, up. That the, might be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might the be. last last thing. But like the, the mall that I went to growing up, I like every once in a while, it's almost like a fever dream. Like I'll have like, random memories of like this arcade and this mall that i used to go to so like i had to go down like a google rabbit hole through my like i had to use the computer to remember what it was called like i was like old mall toledo arcade and it was the red baron arcade in the southwick mall and it took me almost an hour to find that the arcade one existed at some point two the mall was still a place at some point three that all of these things came together in this half memory that i had and i don't know like i was like transfixed on it for an hour and now i'm just like yeah like i could have like amazon something now like i don't like malls are just a waste of time but I love them. I will, yeah. I love going to malls now. I I so miss Parmentown Mall like oh, too much. I miss it like a lot. So there's a mall where like people keep getting shot over here, and I'm like, it's still a nice mall, and Find like all 
all the people of color, uh, shout out to uh, being politically correct, they all dress up to go to this mall. It's wild. It's like you're walking into Atlanta. Like there's like fur coats, like skinny dresses, like these people dress to the nines to go to the mall. And I'm like, I wish I cared anywhere as much as these people care yeah. about how fresh they look going to the mall. I wish I, I couldn't tell you the last time I like tried to dress up. I don't even know if I have enough clothes to do that anymore, to be honest with you. I don't know if I have a suit that fits. Yeah, me either. I think for the wrong reason. Same. All right, Joseph. Um, you want to... Um, do you have anything to promote? Oh, yeah. Remember how we got on this tangent is me saying that you should oh, yeah, promote yeah. that your illustrious show a half hour ago? Yeah, we're doing a... If you guys like comedy, and I know you do, haha, we're doing a show at the Winchester on 13th, I want to say. And don't even think about just dropping in and showing up. You got It's got to be special for you to be at this show that used to be an open mic. If you try to drop in, Jimmy Graham has a knife and he will end you. And he won't even use the knife. He'll do push-ups on top of your dead body. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Graham. Not, not, not Joe Graham. Not Joe Graham. Just, I don't think Jimmy Graham's ever done a push-up. Uh, and he doesn't need to. He's got like weird strength. Yeah, like it's like yes, and that wasn't even a slight. Um, I don't know who was rayroberts.com. Uh, Yogitation moved to there. Get a, get a sticker. I have too many stickers that I bought because I made a cool logo. Uh, buy a t shirt, <laughs> text me, and I'll give you a sticker. If you're listening to this, I probably know you personally. Just send me your address. You don't Just even have to me. say, Hey, I want a sticker. Just send me your address, and I'll know what it's for. That's like a really good way to just get people's addresses. Yeah, that would be interesting. Like if I just had an address book, things that were like necessary back in the day, but now are super creepy. Address book. I did just go to your website and it is like yogitation is a thing now and so is headshots. My overpriced headshots that aren't that great, but like they're better than what I used to have. Yeah. I like that sweater. Though. Huh? So I don't like that sweater. That's a good sweater. Great sweater. Great sweater. Shout out to Express. Not even Express for men. Just shout out to Express, period. Hey, so uh, we're probably about ready to wrap up here. Um, I don't know if you have anything you want to promote before we... Yeah, I have this show at a bar uh, that used to be an open mic, but I'm taking it really seriously now. So if you ever come into town, I can for sure get you. Like, not like five minutes, but like I can at least get you like four <laughs> I don't even have a comeback because it's funny. <laughs> Depending on who else is on the show. Oh. This next this next show, our headliner's God, so be sure to check it out. <laughs> After I fucking sick. murk you. <laughs> 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 All right, we're gonna stop recording. If you liked anything that you heard on this podcast or you want to become a stranger yourself, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R to hear out all the things that you have been missing on this episode, uh, the things that we cut out, the good stuff that we uh, saved for our strangers, and you can also sign up to see the video podcast so you can see us uh, live and in person, ad-free, with no edits at all, patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R.